0: welcome to the penny stock podcast midweek episode number three today we've got another big one all on our swing trades followed by some q and a big swings of the week extended let's get it
1: hey yo check one two this is flavor flame in the building
0: for the atlas crew
1: atlas trading what the fuck is up
0: they're traders. There are prodigies, and then there's legends.
1: Rob, four percent, baby. No way. Four fucking
0: percent by the fucking dip. Hey, who told me about ibex?
1: Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, someone just made like a lot more money than me on my trade. You
0: find out. Likes this game of pennies. Did you check
1: the portfolio? Pennies. Pennies. Pennies.
0: The margin for error is so small. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. And they out here making money right now off of penny stocks. The two
1: guys is putting their work to make y'all rich. The
0: pennies we need are everywhere around
1: us. It's time to think big.
0: Pennies going in raw. Featuring Dan, Dukes,
1: and Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny Strokes, baby.
0: Welcome to the Penny Stock Podcast. Today is Wednesday, August the 19th, and uh, we have hit all-time highs in the market yesterday. And it is taking a little break from the all-time highs, but still overall uh, pretty, pretty steady on the uptrend, huh?
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see um, the impact that um, the economy took with GDP this quarter. I mean, you know, it makes total sense. Our economy is crashing and we're hitting all-time highs.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be a wild uh, it's gonna be a wild ride for the next few months. I know a lot of people have been complaining about you know this August, but hell, it's it's a lot better than last August and even uh, just January even.
1: Dude, I made like five grand all of last August. I only hear shiz. This isn't that bad.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a lot easier to you know make your way through this year, obviously, but. Uh, You know, the the main thing of this week, and and we're kind of on a shorter time frame, so we can kind of dive right into this one. Uh, We're going to do our swings of the week, but we're kind of going to extend them, give a little more information than usual. So we can really uh, get a little more information on every single swing that we've mentioned in our past swings of the week. So uh, I guess we can really start off with... uh, Let's see. We've got around five on our list. Uh, do you want to start with AVGR just because of how, how it acted today? You know, it hit 77, I believe, before dropping back down and it's kind of consolidating around that 70 range.
1: Yeah, we, we want AVGR. Well, I don't know how often we talk about this. We want AVGR to consolidate, okay? It comes up to that pivot point, okay? when it, That 76 area, that 77 area is the pivot point. Yes, it rejected it twice. So now let it come back down, consolidate, and move higher we this is fine it, it, what was that an 8 8% move so it was 5% up and finished 3% down great now let it you know get back into this um demand zone where buyers push it back up and then break through that 77 we don't want it to ride that 77 77 because then if a death candle comes then that's it it has a catalyst it has a great chart let it let it do its organic movement it's fine
0: yeah, so I think, you know, even after that offering, it, it's recovered very nicely from it. It had the uh, the patent come out today, and that is obviously why it popped. Uh, you, you expecting more of a continued trend for it upwards?
1: For sure. I mean, we have Catalyst. From a valuation standpoint, um, you know, it's, it's undervalued, especially if the uh, 510K is approved I mean it has so much going for it that this is just the beginning. I'm probably going to hold 10% into a longer term swing account just because it has so much going for it. The catalyst in the next 3 months alone makes sense and then on top of that the valuation standpoint it's undervalued and then we have a great chart. The chart when when the offering hit, when the offering hit it reset the chart and now the chart's on a pr- really nice trend. And what to that 77 magnets to the 85 range. And then we start grinding back to one it again, they're going to, they're going to run this past one. We, we know that it has to hit compliance. They're going to grow this past one. The valuation numbers are there. The charts there. I'm not, you shouldn't be worried. Awesome.
0: Uh, so another two that actually had a very impressive day. Uh, one, you know, ended a lot better than the other EVFM and OTLK. Both are ones that. You've been on pretty big for quite some time now. Uh, if you want to start off, EVFM it, it had a huge pop all the way up to like three sixty or three fifty, right? Yeah, Dropped, ended up closing around uh, three thirty five, just about barely red, barely green, right? Even
1: yeah. So EVFM has that has that they had that FDA meeting today. Um, we probably won't we won't get any notes on it because that's closed door for the phase three, but um all this signals is that it's start you know we had profit takers at the 350 there's nothing wrong with that because 350 is the big resistance we said that once it got through the 3 like once it grinded through the 350 370 range then it would be a magnet to 4 and then we would really start a nice run up <clears throat> so as we get closer to the end of the month into September that's what i expect it's fine let same thing with AVGR and EVFM the spy clo spy spy tanked um right before close let it come back down okay if if you want average up okay If, if you like the chart on it and then let it curl back so that when we get towards the real end of the month and we start getting into September it really starts a nice run we don't want this thing to just go to 450 because then like BMRA it'll come shooting back down with a waterfall to reverse waterfall we don't want that we just want a nice trend
0: okay and on the other hand, the OTLK, that one had a crazy day. I know last week I had some big sellers or maybe even for two weeks in a row Wherever it kind of it, it, I think it already it hit 160 and that's when the selling kind of began a bit in a few days in a row and it went all the way down to 120 I believe or 130 and I know that spooked a lot of people out I even scaled my position down a little bit. Uh, could you kind of explain, you know, it's move today. Cause it, it had some, some really solid ones.
1: How we talked about it. What last pod, last podcast, or was it two weeks ago? I said, there's a huge seller in here. Okay. It hit 172. And all you saw was this huge selling pressure, this huge selling pressure. It, at one point I went from being up, you know, I think I was up like 30% and I didn't sell any shares. And at one point, and then I lost the 30% and it came right back down to underneath my average.
0: Yeah, you said uh, you, you used an analogy for it of hitting on a girl at a bar and OTLK and <laughs> was, uh, you know, looking at you funny. Uh, you said basically your stop loss or mental loss, stop loss was uh, 115. That seemed to work out pretty well. I mean, you yeah. only had a, you know, you still had a decent buffer in between it. But at the same time, uh, yeah, I mean, you worked out really well. You called, you called that uh, bottom yeah, very, very well.
1: Exactly. And that's what I'm saying is that once you guys start to, once you start to learn charts and you see, okay, 115 is, or, you know, at 115 to 120 range, it's huge support. You see the seller come in, boom, grab more shares. So I, you know, I doubled up my position there and now not the sellers out. You see the volume, the volume was there. The issue is that the volume was all selling pressure. Now that the, now that the selling pressure has subsided and now that the sentiment has changed, wh- what's going on? We're popping. And that's exactly what we knew was going to happen. So again, I won't take a loss on it. Okay, if it starts to come now, if it starts to hit another brick wall and that seller comes back, then I'll shave some off, shave some off, and let's do it th- do its thing. Because the whole point of OTLK was to be the run up into um, the phase three. So I st- again, I won't take a loss on it because it's not like it's not like I found out that Merck is buying out OTLK. That's not what this is. But I still think that we see two.
0: Okay, uh, I guess we'll we'll tickle everyone's balls real quick. Spaq, um, let, let's hear it, man. So it's it's obviously kind of recovered off of its downtrend, but it is you know spy takes its effect on it a good bit. But uh, yeah, Are you typing. Are, are you in Spaq? Are you do you know anything about it?
1: I hadn't looked at it today. I really. Fraud. I, I really – what do you call it? I don't look at it. I have a uh, alert set for $10 and an alert set for uh, $19. So I had to look at it because I really didn't know what it did today.
0: Yeah, I wish uh, it was cheap enough for me to have it in another account, but I am forced to look at it every single day as my one of my biggest positions.
1: Yeah, I, I, I really – you guys got to relax with SPAC, man. You guys went balls deep in SPAC at like $14. It, Zach said to relax. Everyone said to relax. This was an expensive stock. We knew that the merger wasn't going to come until um, you know, September, and then it could be pushed back. Okay, SPAC has real chances, but y- you got to understand the underlying catalyst and what's going on. Do not do, – do not, I don't know why anyone goes balls deep on your first starter. So relax. Okay, if you're down in it and you're 100% inside your – if you're worried about it, sell some. You know, mm-hmm. your favorite person, BSS. <laughs> you know,
0: Dude, please unblock me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm well, not that I don't care what he does, me, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but he always talks about. You know, if you're worried, freaking sell. I, I'll, I, I've lost sleep a few times, but I'll not. I'm not going to lose sleep over a freaking. I love you, Henrik, but I'm not losing sleep over you because you know I don't think that you're good at your job. Okay, I think you're wonderful <laughs> at your job, but I'm definitely not losing sleep over it. Okay, I'll go I'll go balls deep in test options if I want to lose sleep over something.
0: Okay, cool. Uh last swing of the week to really dive dive a little into uh ONTX. Um I know yeah. a lot of people are wanting that phase three data, but the price action's been a little wonky, so you know, it's uh it's cause is that cause for concern?
1: No, we're up still. What what are we up? Like 38% right now? We are think, I think bog was it bog or was it VV? Someone, someone gave it in like the fifties and then like someone else gave in like the sixties. We, everyone should still be up a huge percentage. Okay. Relax. Freaking relax. Relax. Okay. Chill. Yeah. Th- relax. Okay. I personally don't think that they'll let it go too far underneath one for compliance reasons. Okay. Um, and are
0: they? The, are is they? Is that the evil shorts they, and bears? Yeah, the
1: evil shorts and bears. Um, okay,
0: cool. I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually starting a uh, biker gang to eliminate all <laughs> bears yeah. and shorts.
1: Yeah. So I mean, uh, well, I, and when I say they, I think two, it's won't allow them to go underneath one, and that's just my personal opinion. Okay, I I feel like they're gonna let it ride this one wave, and then um, and then maybe like mid September it starts to curl back up. Okay, again, if you have a smaller account and you're 100% in and you're up 40%, scale some back. We, we talk about this all the time. It's opportunity cost. You want the best bang for your buck. Okay? I was going to make an analogy, but that's highly inappropriate. Um, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, we have a 13% female demographic. You better not make us lose them. <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't going to go there. Uh, now I'm sweating. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> relax with ONTX. okay? We're still – unless you chased ridiculously high, you should be okay. And if you're 100% in and have a smaller account, you have to understand the timeline. The timeline is not like – the timeline's not like September 1st. So relax. Scale back a little bit if you're that worried. And and find something else. Right. Also, the other thing that we have to talk about is that it's August. Stop putting all of your money on the street. You freaking! <laughs> I, I yeah, Well, you too. We talked about this uh, with you. You had like yeah, twenty five hundred yeah, buying power. Like
0: I like I texted you today. I have uh, thirty two thousand in buying power now. I whoa! Did sell of whoa! Yeah. Hang
1: on. So I can,
0: I can. I can afford. <laughs> I can afford. Roughly ten and a half horses on the average price. So dude. um what? You no, got go something ahead, go you yeah, debate that? Those are assets, dude. Those horses could be worth a lot one day. Dude, So I just swear. imagine me pulling up with ten
1: horses, dude. Like, I swear horses inside? are like a hundred K. The fuck? Dude,
0: Who's paying a hundred dude, farmers have horses, dude. Why where are farmers getting this hundred thousand dollars from? I don't know. The, uh-huh. Selling the the fifty thousand dollar cows. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know, but are you sure, I'll dude? If some, horses, yeah, horses. I, I Google it, dude. Dude, if if horses are a hundred thousand dollars, why wouldn't everyone in the world be a horse breeder?
1: I mean, I don't love animals. I mean, I like them, but I don't dude, I would I would
0: let horses bang for <laughs> a hundred thousand dollars a pony or whatever the hell they're called, a calf. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Alabama, but I don't know this much farm jargon, so uh, would you like to dive into Q&A? Yeah,
1: let's do it. We got some good ones, yeah.
0: Uh No, not really. Ah, fook. Okay. <laughs> the same ones we get every week, man. Yeah. Uh, are you still in SPAQ? No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm actually sure. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, how about this one? Um, I'm Bam from Atlas. Can you send me an invite? I won't talk anymore. Also, you, no. yeah sorry okay so for the serious Qs and a's questions and a's uh let's dive right in okay now question number one uh position sizing for small accounts how should i do it so uh i think that's where you really have to find the people that you trust or the stock that you know what you own kind of thing and go for three two or three you
1: know yeah. I mean, this is where I, I feel like a broken record, but it's fine. I, I love you guys. I love you guys. It's cool. Okay. The best bang for your buck. All right. You want to find the happy median between the biggest, pro, you know, the biggest potential with the shortest timeline. So I can't, I can't teach you that you just have to know, um, you know, yeah, I mean, man,
0: not, another thing, like if, if you have a, a thousand dollar account, maybe buying eighty shares of SPAC isn't yeah. in your best interest. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. You should definitely. So that's why I love the sub penny ones because you can you can buy so many of those, and they. Lo- I mean, I, I would think of it as most of my like I, if even if something's twenty cents, my price target, it, it, those things can easily go to one dollar because one dollar is usually like the big like quote unquote threshold or fifty cents. So, with, I would probably go for cheaper stocks, get the best bang for your buck. So, the shortest timeline with the biggest potential, because I'm assuming that you probably don't have 25K. Um, yeah. uh, and th- another thing,
0: like whenever I, and I, I only had 3K in around February in my account, yeah. uh, down from my initial deposit of 4,000. Uh, but, I, I was in a bunch of stuff. I just remember one day I only had like 400 shares of eight, AYTU at like 25 cents. And I woke up and, you know, it hit 60 that day. And and that shit yeah. was like $400 in a 3000 account. That's huge.
1: Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Off of, that's off, a good yeah, day. Off, yeah. And it was off of
0: just uh, like $120 in the stock. Yeah. So, you know, and especially, and that was during, you know, February, March, whatever it might've been. But the the thing is, like, that was how the market was going. So I think another thing is it just depends on what the market's doing. Like, so much shit was just exploding then. Uh, Here's a good one. What's one thing you yourself want to improve on in your trading? Uh, Me, myself, I'd like to be better at not messing up and continue adding shit while it's dipping and then another is be more mentally strong whenever i have a stop loss i'm like i need to use this stop loss and not just keep fucking lowering it a mental stop loss
1: uh yeah i need to buy more of everything um Mm -hmm. i i feel like like i used to be so good at raising my position size with my account and now that now that i'm doing like a fun account and now that I'm doing you know obviously I have my own you know the big account and the big account is getting to the big account.
0: Yeah that, I mean when you trade penny stocks you, sometimes in the account that big you can't really have 3 million shares of something that's 30. I mean you can but I'm sure it gets a little more difficult.
1: No I just gotta start filing 13 F's. Means <laughs> uh, NPJ we'll just start filing 13 F's.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay um how do you form a successful routine outside of trading? Sort of like a step-by-step daily ritual? Do you wake up and check the scanner first or take a look at some of the pre-market gainers? Or what are your guys' routine really when it comes to doing trading DD
1: Oh, how much time you got? I, <laughs> uh,
0: I think you have to eat dinner in 20 minutes, so not much.
1: So okay. for me,
0: yeah. So I wake up and I uh, my mom listens. I wake up and I pray <laughs> and I listen to some some good Christian rock and uh after that, you know, I I literally sit on my front porch all day. I don't know. I mean, it's just like not getting emotional when you wake up and seeing you're down like eight hundred dollars or whatever, <laughs> the case may be.
1: Uh yeah, I basically just make sure I mean, yeah, I mean I could be down like like a million, it doesn't matter. But um the biggest thing is that I wanna make sure because the spreads on TD, TD sucks showing like what you're actually up or down on the day. So like if you wake up like down six figures, it's like that could just be because the um, because the spread is huge on the stocks. So what I really make, like to make sure is that I catch up on the news from out of China and, you know, like overnight news, stuff like that. And that's just because sometimes I'll trade ADRs and arbitrage and stuff like that. But the big thing is I'll catch up on news have my coffee, work out, make sure that there's no offerings or things that can screw me, and then you know I'll, I'll kind of read for a little bit. You know I'm, I like reading, and then uh, and then I will get ready for the day, and then I'll usually do DD right before the market opens. You know, and then I will usually tweet at Dan or Zach or PJ. Yeah, you know, say like good morning, Fu. You know, something like that. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Just
0: just do, doing your regular thing. Like I I know. Just when, you know, just waking up and I, all day, I, I I got YouTube premium so I can close the app and still listen. I'm boozy Whoa. like that. And uh, dude, I listen to YouTube, like informative YouTube, like videos all day long while I'm trading. Like I'm in this imperialism phase. You know how big of a steal the Louisiana purchase was, man?
1: <laughs> uh Yeah. Oh, oh, we could totally talk about that. Dude, how nuts is that? We could buy that. We could buy that. Like why do
0: no, you do that? Inflation was, you, you know, I'll, I'll I'll teach you about inflation another time, about Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Vinny, uh, and this is a reminder for you to cut this out. Uh, but towards the end, I want to say something that Vinny can put at the beginning. Like, where we fucked up the traditional IRA, where you can put in six thousand in both.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, 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 Hang on, hang on. You can put six thousand in both. If you're underneath the contribution limit, but if you make over that certain threshold, then you uh, dude, I,
0: did you not see all the fucking tweets we got about that shit? Like people were, were, sending us like photographs of like websites.
1: No, dude, dude. Yeah. They have it. I, I did see one guy and I was like, you're a fucking retard. Um, what do you call it? If you're over the contribution limit, then that's not true. That's why. I was okay. Okay. It.
0: Well then if it doesn't matter, then we don't have to say it. So we're fine.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Okay. Next one is does Hugh recommend holding EVFM for the launch? Oh shit, dude. I don't know. Let me ask you. Hey, Hugh. Dude, you recommend holding EVFM for the launch?
1: Dude, I Oh god.
0: No oh, god. We you talked about, him about off, this Dustin Estes.
1: <laughs> we talked about this 2 weeks ago. I I said that you, you, there's no such thing as black and white trading there's no such thing okay sometimes like ktov the launch goes horribly and then other times it goes 200 did, did it, you I guys really you. expect
0: a yes or no
1: answer from this I can't I can't I can't tell you I can't tell you okay no, dude I wasn't it, I was, it wasn't me asking bro it was Dustin stop yelling at me dude I'm not I'm not I'm not yelling I'm, not, I'm well, not mad, but you're I'm just, just
0: starting. You're okay, okay.
1: You're not I feel bad. like we talked about it two weeks ago, <laughs> didn't I? Feel like I talked about it for five minutes two weeks ago.
0: I'm gonna go back. Uh, and it. He, I, I think he's saying he's not sure if he's gonna hold it to the the line. I'm
1: definitely gonna hold some. Okay, I'll I'll put that out there. I'll definitely hold some, but I have a good chunk. I have a good investment in here. I'm not. If it goes to five dollars, I'm gonna lock some. Because it, if it's a sell the news type of thing, I'm not getting. I'm not getting my yangs twisted. Over it? No. I'm oh I'm working. Thank,
0: thank you for the question, Dustin. I appreciate it. Um the next question, this one's from me. Do you think the SEC will have a football season this year? Hashtag F uh, Agree with you on the hashtag, man. Uh uh, I think if they do, it'll only be conference games, uh kind of like what they're planning right now. But you know, obviously there is a pandemic that uh, I, I guess is going around. I don't know, I've heard some things about it. But uh yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. I hope so. I sure do hope so. Bo next for Heisman.
1: Go Dogs. Mm-hmm. You're a Georgia fan? I am. What? Why? Uh it's just a boys' trip every year that we take there. Athens is fun. Yeah.
0: That's like the only time I've woken No, that's not true. But it's one of the times I've woken up and like just had no clue where I was. Um Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I had to do a little mouthwash. (coughs) Oh, gross. Uh, Could you guys discuss backup? Mm -hmm. Could you guys discuss system failures like TOS and how to deal with them? For small accounts, a backup account and another broker seems like it might not be as efficient as it seems like all brokers occasionally have turbulence. Uh, Well, the thing is, small account or not, if you have half of it one place, half of it in the other, the only reason I ever uh, transferred the money out of my other one is so I could get over twenty five k.
1: Yeah, well, actually, I used to have like when I was when I was trying to day trade a lot, I used to have like three or four brokers, so I'd get around that um, you know three day trades per week thing. Um, so I, I really, I really think that if you're underneath twenty five k that you should and you want to day trade I think that's your most effective way is to have L2
0: damn focus. you used to you used to want to be a little penny flipper huh
1: I did I did and then I realized my penis is bigger than six inches
0: uh, five and a half is average but okay um so here, here's one I'm starting college but I really just want to be a trader I want to be a trader. I've been working hard to learn the stock market, but I'm afraid that college will interfere a lot with that. Do you have any tips on how to manage college and the market for a beginner, and how to be a successful trader while doing it? Uh, me, no, I couldn't even handle college, and I can barely handle trading. But Hugh seems to have it mastered. You got yeah. an answer for it? Um, no, it's it's impossible. You yeah. just listen to your finance teacher.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. I used to. Okay, I used to sleep inside my classes. Um, yeah, I used to sleep and like I used to sleep inside my classes. I used to literally be up to like two thirty in the morning most nights, um, working, and then I would wake up at six, and so like that was like my sleep time. And then I I don't even know what a female in college looked like to be honest. Well, I'll let you know about them later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, I just think that okay, if you really if, all right, because I get this question a lot. If you guys are in college and you guys really want to make this work. It's gonna be about your priorities. What's a priority? Okay, even if I would go out on a Thursday night, I was still waking up, maybe even a little, you know, still a little drunk, waking up at 6 a.m. because that was my priority. Okay, if I got two hours of sleep, it was still my priority. Um, so I think that if you guys really want it, is that you guys have to understand the compromise. I used to do 90% trading and school was on the back burner. Okay, I would do the bare minimum to get through school and I didn't, I mean, like I constantly had 300 text messages unanswered because my priority was trading and then i still had school so i think it's all about your priorities
0: gotcha i'm gonna do that anytime you're you're talking too long because we're down to six minutes okay
1: okay okay so next one
0: uh is politics and elections impact to the market coming the next few months Uh, i think this is a good one what what have you seen during past elections i know last election you were like 15 years old but you know (laughs) what you remember
1: I was older than fifteen, sure. Um, yeah, so especially okay. So the last look, we talked about this a little bit, but the market usually favors Republicans and does not favor Democrats, and uh, so that's something to keep in mind. We are in a little not bit of, a political
0: podcast, by the way. Not a political podcast. These, these are
1: podcast. Just facts. Yeah, these are just facts that historically the market favors. Um, Republicans over Democrats, and, and ben, especially ben Shapiro. facts. Facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially with Trump being such a business business person, last election the market ripped. So because you know Wall Street is business, Trump was business, so it ripped. Now this year the sentiment feels a little bit different. Um, to where to where I wouldn't be shocked. Bob and I talked about this, in incredible buff. Um, that I wouldn't be shocked if the market priced in right before election, if the market priced in both Democrats for Democrat and for Trump, because it kind of feels like the market doesn't see a great choice. Okay. Oh <laughs> Yeah, I'm not your freaking dog, dude. I'll kill you. Dude, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just saying we have five fucking minutes because you have to eat dinner at 530
0: every damn night. Dude, I still live at fuck.
1: home. I still live at – what you want me to tell my mom?
0: Fuck you. No, I'm just playing
1: she uh, she'll, she'll listens she'll beat you she'll just wait
0: to edit this out. Vinny edit it make it say love you um okay mr dip big fan of the pod and all you do for the community just a quick question for you <laughs> mr. i sent a girl a picture yeah i sent a girl a picture of my 80 gain today and now she won't stop sending me nudes. i'm worried <laughs> that one of my i'm worried that one of my other girlfriends might find out How do I make massive gains but prevent this from happening? Is the bald head some sort of repellent to uh, mitigate the amount of ass being thrown in your direction? Any solutions are much appreciated. Best regards, Joe. Uh, Well, Joe, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you're making big... If you're making $80 today, you know, that's more than someone on minimum wage working 10 hours a day. So naturally, the, the women are going to be Throwing themselves at you like pieces of meat, and you just have to, uh, you know, you don't treat it like a dog. We've seen what happens to traders that do that, and we don't want that happening to you, my brother. So yeah, um how to, okay, how to determine if a stock that gets a lot of volume won't just fade away and never reach a reasonable price target? Today's example, AVGR. Oh God, you're gonna make him pissed,
1: dude. Oh, who 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 asked that question?
0: His name is John.
1: John, 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 dude, what do we talk about? It's all about relative volume and the chart. Well, keep, oh,
0: okay, I thought you were referring to what we talked about 25 minutes ago. I'm like, well, you he hadn't heard that part yet.
1: Yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I know, I should have. Okay, John, it's all about relative volume. It's all about the chart. Put your support and resistance, okay? Don't have emotion. Don't have emotion. Save it for your woman. Damn, dude. God. But identify support and resistance. Um, Okay, if it rejects resistance, okay, if it if it you know rejects off the resistance, let it come back down to support. See what it does. If volume's breaking down, then it's probably going to break resistance. If it's going on the death line of the support, then it's probably and the relative volume's down, then it's probably going to break support. But if not, let it curl back up. If volume's staying stagnant and volume's still there and it comes down to support, let it go. If volume's still there, and let it curl back up. okay? Volume predicts price action. You, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what it stocks. If I could tell you, I'd be a freaking billionaire. But I can't.
0: So now he's just a millionaire. Okay, so we're <laughs> down to the last two minutes. And just perfect timing by the host. The penny's going in. And we're all the D-A-D-A-Dips. Yeah, so we're on to our scenario. I know it's been a couple episodes since we've had one. So let's hit it. Hey, dude, love the podcast. I'm learning a lot. I have a question, but it might be too personal. But if you could answer or give your opinion, it would be appreciated. I'm about to start my senior year of college before going to dental school. And since, and since the beginning, I always thought that dentistry was for me. You watched that, uh, that Christmas movie where, where the, the, the elf wants to be a dentist probably. I feel different about it and was struggling to figure my career out this summer. About a month ago, a random thought popped in my head about becoming a full-time day trader. And I felt like that was for me. Love the epiphany. (laughs) I've been studying. I was wondering if you think it's a good idea to ditch dentistry for full-time trading. Uh, well, um, I think a good start would, I mean, yeah, you just finished college. I mean, you don't have to go to grad school right away. You're about to get a degree. I don't know what that might be in, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like a lot of people take off time before their last years or after their last year of college and then before grad school.
1: Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to be a day trader. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a day trader? You get to hang out with us and mm-hmm. you make, inc- I mean, Dan, I make fuck you money like every day.
0: Um, um, I make, you know, I make like fuck you Alabama money. So it's not as much. It's like counted for Alabama inflation. So it's like if I went to New York, I would still be a bum. But you know, here I am a king.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think it really depends because there's a few things. Okay, we always talk about that you can No one's born a great trader, but there are definitely a few things that we all share in common. And I think that some people, like some people, you just can't aren't good traders, and they'll never be good traders. Um, so I think that it's really important to. Like, okay, this sounds like a great job. I'm going to go and do that. That's not how it kind of works with trading. Um, but you definitely have to put in the time. You definitely have to have stones, in my opinion. No matter what your strategy is, I think you got to have sto- Like, my mom calls a psychopath. But um, I think that that's really important. I think that you shouldn't I – ne- I didn't do a backup plan. Um, I just said, screw it. But I think for everyone, everyone else that you should at least have yeah, – I-
0: I've harassed my uh, most recent job and the only one I had a chance of having a reference with on Twitter. Um, Yeah, so my backup plan is depleted. Okay, cool. Yeah, but uh, I I think a big fact of the matter is it's like you'll have a year after, you know, just finish up college, give it a shot for a year. What have you got to lose? I mean, maybe your graduation money, Uh, but shit, if it doesn't work out, you just go to dentist school and become a dentist. Seems yeah. like I mean it seems like a pretty foolproof plan to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're a great day, teacher, then fantastic. But I wouldn't one hundred percent um I wouldn't one hundred percent give up on dentistry because that does pay well and if you're passionate yeah, about it like- fantastic.
0: If he hasn't started grad school, I mean, it's not like he has to give up anything. It's not even like he's stopping school. He's just not taking the immediate transition. Because you got to think a lot of people, don't they like study abroad after college before going to grad school? I don't know.
1: I I, I have no idea. Get to that part.
0: Yeah, dude, we don't don't have friends that go to grad school. We have friends on the internet that pretend to be people off of TV shows from the 80s. Duh. (laughs) Shout out Zach Morris. Uh, (laughs) All right. Yeah, so... Hugh has to go eat, uh, or it's his bedtime, 5.30 sharp. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Toss us that five star. Subscribe on the YouTube. Y'all know the deal. Peace, love, and green happiness. See ya. Also, we have a really big interview coming up on Sunday. No biggie.